Welcome to the Small Town View podcast, hosted by Lynette Clark and Jackie Welch, where community is strength and unity is power. We are Randolph County United. We're here today with Paul Faddis from Tartar Realty talking about leadership. So, Paul, we'll just get started here. One fun question we like to ask our guest is, what's your coffee order? My coffee order? Black and uh, as hot as possible. I, mm. Yep, if I... A lot of times I get halfway through a cup of coffee and I pour it out because it's not not hot enough anymore. So, yep. so you're not like an iced coffee kind nah, of guy? No, nah, I, I stick my head under the Keurig and just let it. That way <laughs> hey, that's Jackie on Monday mornings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For real. Our first question for you, Paul, is tell us something interesting about yourself that most people would not know. Well, I guess I'm not sure. I don't think there's very many things interesting about me. Uh Probably the one thing that I really enjoy is old buildings and old safes. I really like old safes. Yep. Everybody has the things they like to collect or whatever, and I would like to have a collection of old safes at some point in time. Like big safes? Sure. Like the big bank ones? Yep. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Have you ever found anything interesting, like in an old safe that you've purchased or something? Uh, nope, not yet. Nope. There was no million dollars or anything yet. That'd be huh. pretty cool, though. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do you define success besides having a collection of old saves? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't know. That was it. <laughs> so I guess it, it's a little simple, but it's very complicated. Uh, John Lennon tells a story about when he was young. He was asked by his teacher, what do you want to be when you grow up? And uh, John Lennon said he wanted to be happy. The teacher said, well, I don't think you un- understand the uh, the question. He said, well, I don't think you understand life. And, you know, I've had, I've given a, some speeches to, to youth and, uh, you know, we've talked through the fact that, you know, you can ad- identify people that have all the societal uh, norms of what they think success is and yet they, they aren't happy. If you're not happy, then therefore you cannot be successful. But success to me is... Being surrounded by the right people, doing something that you love to do, and continuing to work towards coming a person that God designed you to be. It, to me, it's the process of uh, becoming uh, the person that God wants you to be and uh, having an impact on the people around you, but being around people that impact you. We have the opportunity to serve with Paul. I'm different areas. He's part of our next gen program, which is our high school leadership where we bring high school kids in and communicate with community leaders and talk about different subjects. And then he's on the RCU board as well. And I feel like we talk about that a lot about the people that you surround yourself with and how important that is. It's crucial. Yeah. So many people just never get to be around really positive people. It's kind of a, it's a cultural thing, I guess, for whatever reason we we uh, we surround ourselves with people that yeah maybe aren't real positive. You know, we teach our children that you have to be careful uh, about having the right people around you. But I think as adults, sometimes we forget that and we we let negativity in our life, and that's that's just not good. So tell us about a mentor that you've had in your life. So I've had a lot of different mentors in my life. I think life is lived in stages, and you need different mentors for different areas of your life. There. Are you know, probably uh, mentors for health, there's mentors for wealth, there's mentors for relationships. So I think 
you know, it's not about having one, but for me, it's been about different areas of my life and different stages. Probably the first mentor uh, that I had and still have is Rick Wygand. Rick Wygand and I have been friends and uh, he's been a mentor of mine for probably, say about 27 years. Rick Wygand and I developed a relationship through basketball, but then uh, over the seven habits of highly effective people. So Rick has been a huge part of my life. And then uh, Tony Wright, um, a little later in life, Tony uh, became a real father figure and mentor to me and uh, helped me in the business world, And uh, um, but continued to uh, challenge me on how to lead people. And uh, so, yeah, those would be two that have been really impactful in my life. Yeah, and... I love how you are really passionate about the Next Gen program because I think that you know the value of having good mentors, and I feel like you do an excellent job about being that for other people, whether it's the kids that come or, you know, even Kristen Wagan, I know, talked about something, you know, how you encouraged her to start her business, Thrive by Design. Um, we just had her on a, a couple weeks ago, but so, yeah, I think that's cool. You do a good job of passing that on, paying it forward. To those, much is given, much is expected. And, um, you know, I have, I know that uh, the reason I am the person I am is because of the people that have helped me become that person. And uh, therefore, I have a responsibility to, to pay that uh, forward, backward, any way I can. Um, you know, you talk about Kristen and the thing that I have identified in our society that we, we have a, a real deficiency of is believers, believers in other people. And uh, so to me, that's important because uh, people have believed in me and uh, that's the reason, you know, I've been able to do some of the things that I've been able to do. And so it's my responsibility to believe in others. I really like what you said about the seasons, because I think sometimes I struggle with, I get really close with somebody and then I have a hard time letting others in sometimes. And I, it's important to understand that it's okay to allow people in if they're going to help you. And if you're putting yourself in with positive people and you're following God's path, it's important to allow him to allow others to help you and to mentor you. That's okay if things change, if relationships change, because we do have seasons in life. The people who I really looked up to in high school, they've moved on, but then God's put other people in my life who have helped. And if I would have never have accepted allowing other people to come into my life, I wouldn't have grown as a person. If I wouldn't have took that risk and said, I'm, I'm going to like invest in this relationship and be intentional about allowing them to shape my life. Absolutely. I mean, it's biblical, you know, uh, the Bible talks about there's a season for everything and uh, you can still love those people. They just may not be able to, uh, you know, the, the reason God brought them into your life, maybe they've, they fulfilled that reason. And uh, now God needs you to be other people. And maybe it's what those people can bring to you, but it could also be what you bring to them. It's true. Okay, so our next question is kind of one that you and I have uh, battled about before. Um, I knew I'd be attacked today, so it's okay. <laughs> We're not attacking you. So Paul has this thing that he, and so we have a Zoom chat for RCU. As a member, you can join us if you're a member. It's the second and fourth um, Wednesday mornings. And we just talk about different leadership and inspiring type topics and questions. And Paul has this theory that there is no finish line. 
I think he says, you say what? There's no there. There, there is, is no, no there. It drives me crazy. Okay. Because <laughs> so if you don't know me, I like to run and I run a lot of races. I run it for the t-shirts and the medals that I get at the end. Right. So finish lines are super important to me, but you constantly say this. So I don't, I don't think it's right. <laughs> do you want to continue? I mean, you can I do. Continue. No, you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So I think Steve James really uh, did a good job of um, telling your story. Uh, you need mile markers. You need measurements. And there's nothing wrong with that. That I think you have to have those, uh, you know, accomplishments, achievements, and all of those things that show uh, how you've changed uh, the watermark, you know. And so I think uh, when you're running long distances like you do, that's a big deal. And so I get that. Uh, but when we look at life, there is no there. If God gave you a gift, and that's the way I look at every single day, is it's another gift from God, then he must have something that he needed me to do that day. And um, this ideology that there's a there, you know, I mean, if you're seeking your ideal weight and you get there, well, okay, so just start eating Doritos and Oreos and, and <laughs> sitting on the couch all day and let me know how long you maintain your ideal weight. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no there. It's about a continual improvement. And um, it doesn't have to be about finances. It's just about continuing to grow as a person and to seek that person that you were designed to be. Um, you know, Eddie Milette tells the story, um, his belief is is that when you get to heaven, you're going to you're going to meet God. And uh, if you uh, make it to heaven, standing beside God is going to be the man or woman that God designed you to be, and you will look identical to that person. Hell would be uh, that you look nothing like the person that God designed you to be. And I can't imagine that God just. Uh, says, okay, you're, you're 62 or 65 or 67, some arbitrary number. And he says, okay, um, now it's just about, uh, you know, consuming off of uh, this beautiful world that I've given you. And uh, for the next 30 years, you just get to coast. And yeah, so there is no there. As long as God gave you the gift of today, uh, you have an obligation to continue to improve who you are and continue to have an impact on the world around you. Yeah. I do kind of agree with it, but I like to argue with you about it. Yeah. You and Cheryl Jones both look for opportunities <laughs> to attack me, so I, I expect that every time I'm around you guys. So, But I think with you, Jackie, once you finish a race, you don't quit running. That's right. You find another race or oh, you're yeah. preparing for something else. It's a so problem. you celebrate the one you finish, but then you keep going. Mm -hmm. And when you talked about Steve James, we've talked about this before. We call it base camp. So it's like mm -hmm. we're climbing this mountain of life. And sometimes I need to get to my base camp to celebrate or to rest, but then I got to pick up and keep going because I'm not to the peak yet. I'm not, there's another level that I want to reach. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you're, so you do it. You just don't like the idea. There's no finish line. I just feel like <laughs> Paul's trying to take my medals away. <laughs> <laughs> we don't all get a ribbon as we have discussed. Well, we discussed that in, uh, in the last, I think next gen meeting. Uh, yeah. Jackie needs her. She needs her affirmations. And so. <laughs> okay, Paul. So if there is only one thing that you could share with your audience and our community, what would it be? That's tough. Um, I don't know that there is one thing. 
the one thing though that I see have an impact on people's lives is is media and I would tell people to quit consuming media and so there's two things that happen that I see is uh, when people watch the news they think the world's bad and um, so that's depressing Um, they think that you know there's no hope for mankind and so I would tell people to quit watching the news because uh, that's just all negativity the other thing that I see people do is consume social media which is everybody's uh, highlight reel. And so now they get depressed because uh, they believe everybody else is living in utopia and living a perfect life and uh, they have struggles and they must be the only one. And so uh, neither, neither media is real. <laughs> they both, they both are, are out there by people that have an agenda. Um, the, the news is to make you think life's bad and the people on social media is to make you think life's better than it really is. And, uh, neither are real. So, um, you know, turn off the media and go get involved in the real world. And you'll find that it's a really pretty amazing place. Um, we, we have, uh, several billion people on this planet. And if you, if you were to do the math and if 1% of, of mankind were truly, uh, as bad as, the news tells you we would be living in uh, utter chaos. And so it's a pretty great world that we live in. Get off the media and go make the world a better place. Uh, make the world the world you want it to be. Okay, so I love that because that's something that I have been talking a lot about with my kids and in my family is how much our phones consume us. Mm-hmm. And like, granted, like I I get it. I enjoy my phone. I can do all my work pretty much off my phone. I do marketing and social media here at RCU. But when I'm at home, I want my phone to be put away to be intentional with my family because I don't want to miss my kids growing up or miss something they want to show me because I was consumed by this small device in my hand. And so one thing that um, me and my husband were talking about the other day is everyone should do this. You should go on your phone and you should look up your screen usage, how often you are on your phone. And we were talking to someone the other day and they didn't know about this and they looked at it and they had been on their phone 19 hours that week. Wow. That's almost a whole day that they lost in a week to their phone. Now I know some of it was for work and things like that, but I think sometimes we always as humans say, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Or I need to do this. But we don't realize that the 20 minutes we sit watching the TikTok reels or the 45 minutes we're doing this on our phone, how much we could actually invest in our lives if we just set it down for a little bit. So that's something we're trying at home is having like a set time where phones are off and we just spend time together as a family. And I've really seen an improvement, even just in our kids. They're really getting the attention they need because we're not distracted Mm -hmm. by what's going on around us. We're just intentional with our family. Intentionality is the key to life. Yeah. Yeah. That's super crazy when you get a teenage daughter like we have at home and she has a phone and she reflects you on, you know, how you're, and then it's like, oh, yeah. Your kids will pay way more attention to what you do than what you say. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're you're modeling for them every day. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up are our five rapid-fire questions that we ask. Paul does not know what these are, unless he looked at my paper and cheated. <laughs> and we're not going to attack you. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't. I didn't expect you to, Lynette. <laughs> okay, this should be like the first thing comes to mind. Okay, so don't overthink it. All right. Book you think every leader should read? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Every person should read that, not just leaders. Okay. Accomplishment you are most proud of? 
My family. One statement you would say to your 12-year-old self. It's going to work out just fine. I like that. That's good. Favorite place in Randolph County? My home. So Wix Pies, we know is our local pie. So, right, this is a standard question for us that we're doing here on the podcast. If you could only eat one Wix pie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pecan. You knew that right away. Yeah. Um, I actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, sat down at a community foundation dinner last night and was by Mike. And so when Mike, when you're with Mike, he really, he kind of, you know, makes you think you have to have pie. And so I had a piece of pecan pie last night. So, yeah. 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 He gave me a hard time one time about celebrating birthdays with cake. So mm-hmm. he's going to celebrate with pie. Yep. I was like, oh. So yeah, so we appreciate you coming, being a part of RCU and just being a mentor for all of us here and helping us along the way. Appreciate you and all you do for us and the community as a whole. So yeah, anything else, Lynette? No, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate all you guys are doing to uh, move Randolph County forward. Look forward to working with you guys for a long time to come. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to a Small Town View podcast. We encourage you to subscribe and follow us on any of the major podcast sites, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Google. We also want you to reach out and follow us on our social media. Randolph County United has a Facebook and Instagram along with a YouTube channel. We hope that you will keep learning, keep growing, and as always, be amazing.